On today's episode, Dave interviews Jill Michelle Melion. Jill is a cast member on Mad TV, starred on Reno 911, and is on Nickelodeon's Big Time Rush. On location at IOS LA Scripted Comedy Festival, I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy. Uh, when I think about glamorous comedians, women, comedians, or female comedians, um, who, who's really coming to mind? Uh, I think, well, old schools like Madeline Kahn, you know, uh, Tracy Ullman, right. you know, Carol Burnett. But Carol Burnett's very thin as well, though. Right. You know? <laughs> right, right. She, but, and, and yet she's, there's something quirky about her, yes. too. There's something where you're looking at her and you go, you're, you're off. And mm-hmm. I look at someone like Amy Sedaris. You know who Amy is? No, I don't. Amy okay. Sedaris was in um, Strangers with Candy. And, yes. You know. yes so is. Amy is quirky and cute. Mm-hmm. And she's really cute and she is out of her mind. And, <laughs> uh, and so there's that. But I, it seems like women in comedy are a different breed, and I, and I'm not, I'm just saying it's, it seems harder. It's definitely harder. I, I agree with you. It's definitely harder. And, and you know, when we were talking a little bit earlier, it's like you know, when you're doing a show, and it's like, it, you know, you get a call and like, oh my god, so they wanted a female comic, and mm-hmm. you're the first girl that came to my mind, Jill. You're so great. Blah blah blah. And I'm going. Well, why do they want a female? Why don't they just say, can we put a really great show together? Let's get the best comics together. And then if there happens to be like three girls and two guys, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not that way. It's always like, hey, we booked these people. Oh, we need a girl. You know, it's like we're, I, I, I don't know if we're, I don't know what it is. Um, I, I, mentioned this, I mentioned this before on the podcast where somebody was talking about, uh, oh, oh uh, Tim Meadows posted mm-hmm. something online. Uh, about a, like a, a, a racist, a race thing. They were race in response to some racist thing. And Tim posted something and it made me go, made me think, all right, Tim's black. Because mm-hmm. I forget. Yeah. I forget. <laughs> and when I was doing, when I was doing, when I was first starting out in, uh, in improv, um, women, and I mentioned this yesterday with Mo, women were the mom, the nun, the sister. And now... I think that because women see themselves as dif- see themselves differently, it makes all the men see them differently too in a positive way. Absolutely, I do agree with you on that. Um, we're a little bit. It's like we had to go to. It's almost like the women had to get really, really dirty to shock people to have them pay attention, and then now we're able to like own it a little bit more on stage. Now you're seeing uh, more female comedians, uh, comedians that are you know. Um, can hold their ground and still be very sexy. Right. And they don't have to go really, really, really shockingly dirty. Right. And because now we've already got the attention of like, women are funny. I mean, bridesmaids did a huge thing for us. Right. Like, huge. Right. And we were just, it, I think most women comedians were more like, finally. But you also had somebody like Dion Apatow going, yes. come on, ladies. Yes. Let's go. Let's bring y'all in there. Finally. But then you get Lisa Lampanelli. 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 Yes. Lisa Lampanelli, who's so fucking filthy and yet she makes me laugh yeah but she's ballsy because but it's, it, there's a there's a there's a fine you know this there's a there's there's a very thin line of if the bunt of the joke is a curse word or something nasty then it's like eh. but if it's just you happen to be nasty and you're telling a joke 
then that's what's brilliant. That's, that's what's her clever. persona. Yes. Like yes. That, that, the, the nasty broad. She's a yeah. broad. And I'm watching your stand-up. You're not a broad. There's not that thing. I mean, mm -mm. you know, you've got your voice. And I also feel like a lot of the stuff that you're doing, there's you start out with, the, and this is a stand-up thing, start out broad, and I don't mean broad like lady broad, start out broadly and then get na narrow it down as you go on. I yeah. am a Latina, whatever it's going to be. Right. I live in Beverly Hills, whatever that's going to be. Right. And then you start narrowing it down once yeah. they trust you. Yeah, I have to gain their trust. Be trust. They're trust. I have to gain their so trust. Right I am so wasted. <laughs> 7 p.m. and wasted. <laughs> um, it's Friday. What do you mean? Right, That's right. God. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, I, I still believe like, hey, you know, it's different when people know who I am. They're buying tickets. They're expecting, you know, they're like, it's different. They're getting dressed up. They're excited. You can breathe on stage and they're like, what? Right, <laughs> you right. know, but if people don't know you and I walk out on stage, they're like, who's this chick? That's the first thing. And women give men permission to laugh. And women are like, immediately cross their arms like, <clears throat> who is this girl? Right. And so I have to go broad and go big at the right. beginning, grab their attention, and they go, oh, she's funny. Right. And then gives the men permission to laugh, and then we're fine. That is so true that a lot of, like on date night, you bring a, a woman to a stand-up show, and you want to make sure, because you're really taking a chance there, bringing a woman to a stand-up show uh, yep. on a first date or a date, mm -hmm. because you don't know what the hell is going to happen. And <laughs> you're there, and, and I think that we, that we that because I don't do this, but a man would look at a woman and say, Okay, she's laughing. Oh, she's not laughing. We're going to hear about it. I'm going to hear about it in the car <laughs> on the way back. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing because it's about respect, though, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because the guys are waiting for the women to laugh. And I think that, um, I think because of what's happened in this next generation of, uh, you know, women are considered funny now. You know, we're, we're women being. Women are considered funny. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. So now we're like, oh, because of bridesmaids, because of, uh, you know, girls, because well, of all these things. And, and Tina and Amy. Right, and, right. and it's like, so now women, like after shows, it's amazing because women come up and go, thank you, thank you. Because. Thank you, what? What are they thanking they, for? They're thanking me because I, I kind of look like them. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I'm not the stereotype of like Roseanne or, you know, any of like what we've seen in the past that get the shows that are like, whack, whack, like they're a right. character. You know, I'm a girl. Like I could be having coffee with you and, right. you know, whatever. So women walk up and go, oh my God, I'm just like that. Or I got a friend that's right. just like that. Right. And it's a really cool thing because, um, it's a cool and not good because then they think that they know you really, really well. And then it's like, you know, they're like a little bit stalkery and but it's like, ah. <laughs> so. But that's true. But isn't that also true of most of the work that you do, whether you're a stand-up or not, that people go, when you played Nancy on Tobler's throne, <laughs> I could really relate to you. And well, yes. you go, no, that was a character. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's not It happens to them. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, actors that play, like, really evil characters. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a few friends. And, like, we'll be walking down the street. And they'll come in and they'll go, oh, that guy. I can't stand him. And you're just like, oh, my God. It's his character. It's not him. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, oh, um... What's his name? James Franco had an uh, article in uh, uh, he had an article in the New York Times yesterday in response to Shia LaBeouf, who's kind of lost his mind. Yeah, you know, and um, he was defending the need for the actors to do whatever it is they need to do in order for them to be alive. The fact that you, as an audience member, you don't get to tell me who I am. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to be crazy, I'm going to be crazy, and I'm not going to be crazy because I, you know I you're not the boss of me. Is essentially. Yeah. So it, to be in that spotlight is very hard. 
Yeah, it is hard. It is hard. And even with, I got to say, I'm not even close to like, you know, a James Franco or Shia LaBeouf, but, um, you know, this Twitter, there's no censorship. And, you know, I got a couple of them that I was tagged in or whatever, and it popped up and I read it and it was because I had said something about, because I have a lot of gay friends and about mm-hmm. Sochi with the with the gays. So I did a little funny comment and this guy was like, I'm going to kill you and kill gays and all this. Like, And I was like, uh, it, I mean, it's scary. It's very, very, and you got to remove yourself from it and just go, I got to keep, you know, staying, staying on the goal, keep focused right. because you can get like caught up in all of that. And, and I, I'm, this is going to be a weird, I'm going to, I'm going to admit something weird. I was, I taught at a class, I taught, I teach for a program. I'm not going to say what program it is, but I teach for this program. And last year I did a month long at this program and I'm very focused and it's a really well-known program. Mm-hmm. And a couple last this week, a few days ago, a friend of mine said, "There's a rumor going around that you slept with one of the students." And I thought, oh. uh, "Well, I didn't." <laughs> and she goes, it's, uh, the, "That you slept with Julie." I wasn't with Julie. It's like I don't even know who Julie is. And at the moment that I want to go, wait a minute, I need to tell everybody that I didn't do that. At the moment that you do that, that you throw it out into the open, right. you're really asking for people to go. He did it. He did it. And it's a really, because... It's weird. It's weird. And it has nothing, (laughs) here's another thing, Joe. It has nothing to do with me. What you think about me has nothing to do with me. And yet, if I'm in the the public, which I'm not really, and somebody says something, that's going to stick in someone's head. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so funny because even when I'm back home and, you know, I was born and raised in Miami, which television and Hollywood is so remote, Mm -hmm. you know, and so they're always like, oh, so who did you meet this time in Hollywood? You know, it's ridiculous. So I, I go down there and I hear, you know, family members, which, you know, it's different. There's a difference between family and friends. These are family members. These mm-hmm. are not friends. Mm-hmm. And I hear them like discussing different actors and they really have their opinion about them. They're like, oh, I don't like that one. You know, oh, she's such a gross person. And I'm like, they don't even know. You and don't even know them. Exactly. In such a strong opinion. Right. You're standing in line at pavilions and there's these magazines. And it's been this way forever. Mm-hmm. But you're standing in line at pavilions, pavilions and uh, what's her name from uh, Friends? Oh, Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. I was like, Jennifer, is she, why is she in the news still? You know what I mean? Like, you don't know her. I don't give a fuck about her. And why is she still something where people go, oh, that Jennifer Aniston. It's like, what are you talking about? You might as well be saying, Eleanor Roosevelt. That Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, my gosh. Dave, you know what I mean? Terrible. You, but it's true. It's true. You she's say, got a great publicist, man. Oh, my, right? Jeez. Well, here's the thing about Eleanor Roosevelt. Publicist, like, she's been keeping her out of the news since she died. Uh, she's been keeping her out of the news. I, 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 and uh, I don't know how people go out. I don't know how, how I've got, a, I've got friends who are uh, like Corell is a friend of mine and Colbert is a friend of mine and, uh, and, and, and people that are really making or who are in a different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You've got to watch everything you say. Everything. And even as, as comedians, it's like, it doesn't matter because even if we say, Hey, we were joking, they still People still attack. And look, I know I I'm I joke around. I joke around about pop stars. I joke around about actors and things like that. You know, we goof off and make fun. But it's never mean. It's never like mm-hmm. ill will. Right. Like, you know, like, ugh. And it's like some of these people that 
you know, they're just regular people are very just putting out malicious thoughts and just like, how do you live your life like that? Because <laughs> the feeling the, the the vibe that I get is you're a very positive, very, very effervescent, very buoyant person. And I feel like those that people that look you, what you bring into the world, you then have to live with. Mm-hmm. So if I bring in that dourness, that anger, that, that all of that stuff, I'm bringing it into my life mm-hmm. and I'm choosing to hold on to that, mm-hmm. which just seems like I, it, yeah. I have a choice. Yeah. I have a choice. You do. You do. And I mean, I think, too, by I, the way. I think that's, I think that's why, uh, we uh, humor, I think I deal with pain through humor. Um, you know, I, the stage is my therapy session, mm-hmm. you know, um, and when I see people laughing, that's healing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, also a nice stiff drink is always good. Mm-hmm. You, know? Right. Right. <laughs> you know, binge watching house of cards is a right. great thing. Right. You, you, right. you have to balance, I think everything because if you know, you're human. So you even, even if someone in the audience is like, Ugh, she wasn't that funny. It bothers, you know, you can't help it, but, but you can't it does. get to everybody though. You, you can't, can't get to everybody. It's a, not until it was like year five into my, my career, I realized I can't get to everybody. Right. And, and, and in that, in the acceptance that you can't get to everybody, that frees you up yes. so much because at that moment you're then creating material, not creating material for the people that like you yeah. and creating material for people that don't know yet that they like you. Mm-hmm. So it's not, oh, I'm going to say this so I can get that one dour fucker who's not laughing to laugh. Because exactly. here's the thing about that dour guy. It looks like he's not laughing, mm-hmm. but you don't know that. Maybe that's the way he laughs. I know. Haven't you like after shows people come up to you and they were sitting like this the whole time with a staring, like a poker face, like, mm. mm-hmm. and they come up after and go, you were hilarious. You were so, you're brilliant. Oh my God. And you're just right. like, ah, uh, uh, I was so zoned in on you the whole show going, what is wrong with this person? Like, right. you know? <laughs> and, and you, so, so when you, for me, if I'm looking at, cause I do a lot of teaching yeah. and when I'm looking at students who are just sitting there and if they get up later and we're, 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 there's a challenge and I'm really working hard with them and they sit down like this, I used to, and this was years ago, I used to think, I'm not getting that person. I'm just not getting that person. And now I remove all judgments about it mm-hmm. because A, I don't know. Yeah. B, I don't care. C, I'm going to do my work in spite of whatever that person's going to get. Because mm-hmm. you know what, what might end up happening is four years from now, they're going to wake up and say, oh, now I get what David's yes. talking yeah, they, everyone has a process, I guess, you know. Don't yeah. you? I do. Right? I do, absolutely. Absolutely, like when, when someone's talking to me, like a director's talking to me, I'm, I look at them and I'm going, and I, I like just stare at them and then they go, do you understand what I'm saying? I go, I got it. Because right. I'm visualizing in my brain. And then, then there's some people I've, I've seen, other actors, when the director's giving attention, they say, oh, you mean like this? And they'll give, like, they'll try it out with them and stuff like that. I don't. I just process it. It's your process. And I, I, I visualize it, mm-hmm. and I go, I got it. And then I put myself in that environment so I can feel it and tri- get my triggers right. and then go for it. But, yeah, you're right. Everybody has their own, like, things. I also feel like, because when you were just describing that, listening to the director, it made me think about... Um, Concentration, just the idea of concentration. So uh, very often, and I bet this happens to everybody, you go to a restaurant, the the uh, the waiter says, um, hello, my name is Mike, and these are the specials. And this is what ends up happening. Someone says, hello, my name, and this is what happens in my head. Mm-hmm. Hello, my name is Hank. 
<laughs> and our specials today is we have a steak and a <laughs> halibut, <laughs> lemon wedge, and for dessert. And I'm not <laughs> listening. And and then in and then when I'm thinking the next time out, I'm thinking, David, listen, just listen, listen to what they're saying. David, listen, listen to what they're saying. David, listen, listen to what they're saying. As I'm saying, David, listen, listen to what they're saying. They're saying what they're saying, and I'm not getting Giving it because it. I'm listening to me say, David, listen, listen to what they're saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's hilarious. But it's true. So mm-hmm. when a director comes and says something to you, mm-hmm. a, a teacher that I once had said, listen, and then repeat it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And then the moment that you repeat it. So in other words, what you're asking. So what you're asking me to do is walk over to Jim, Mm. grab him, count to two, turn around. Yeah. And I go, great. Because at that moment, I heard you. Then I heard me hear you. And then it resonated. And then you heard me repeat to you what I heard. Mm-hmm. And if there's any question there, any doubt, it's all dispelled because I've just told you what you told me. Absolutely, that's a great one. I'm gonna use that. Use that. Thank one. you. Use that because mm. I'm not using it. God mm. knows. I'm not oh, it. No, and it was funny because you're saying like, when okay, that's one thing with directors. Yes, but strangers. When you were saying like you're out and people are like, no, wait, take your order and everything. I don't hear them either, but what I hear is all of a sudden I pick, take up their mannerisms and their accent, and that's all I hear. And then I answer back like them, and it's the most, it's so awful. I have no censorship, mm-hmm. and it can be anywhere. It can be a Latin restaurant. I'm like, okay, Florida. Or it could be like an Asian one. I'm like, oh, soup. Oh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is wrong? I, I have, like, I have to really, I go, Jill, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> So terrible. <laughs> it also, it comes to where somebody says their name, and you say, and they say, hello. I said, I'm David. And they go, I'm... <laughs> like, fuck, 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 fuck. And, and someone said, and as you get older, you realize, I can say, I don't remember your name. When mm-hmm. you're younger, you think, it's the end of the world. I don't remember this person's name. Right. Please, for the sake of all things holy, say your name in a way. Absolutely. Especially when they go, if, if, if I know you don't remember my name... I will do this. I will say, so I said to myself, David, I'm going to tell Jill what I, you know, what nice. to say to be the nice person. I walk up and I'll go, Jill Michelle, remember we met at da 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 because, and they'll go, yes, of course. Or they'll be like, oh my gosh, yes. Because I just don't. I but there's other, the other one too. It's like, I know we went camping together. Yes. You dated my brother. I'm like, fuck. You're like, I don't, this, it happened to me last night. He go, he, this executive producer walks up and he goes, Oh my gosh, eight years ago, we did a pilot presentation together. You were fan, and I'm like staring at it. It was like blank. And I was trying so hard to picture every. I was like, I was like, whoa, was I drunk the whole time? Did I was you like, say that to him, or did you think that? Oops, did you? That's okay. Um, did, you, did you say it, or did you? Did you I'll talk. Um, I know for me, um, when, when those things happen, I, I've just, my, I have a brain fart. And my I just, brain was farting. Yeah, I have a it brain was, fart. I, I didn't say, at first I was like, wait, what, what? And he, as he's explaining. It's okay. I am it's not. Right no, 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 it's just me. Um, you know, I fell down the stairs the other day on a, on a date. That was sexy. No. I, I was like, I am Sandra Bullock in real life. Like, her characters that she plays, I'm like, there's, I look sexy in pictures. But That's didn't, but what did he, did he find it charming? Well, he like helped me and stuff, and I guess I. Did you kiss him later? <laughs> well, just like a, like the peck goodnight, because I'm not gonna, you know, I, I only put out on the second date, so. I, so. <laughs> I, I I love that first kiss, boy. Oh boy, that first kiss is just 
so good, especially Isn't if you're it? sober. Yeah. Because if you're drunk at the first kiss, it's you like, don't remember um, really. It's not just that. It's also like, I'm going to regret this. But when you're sober, you're thinking, yeah. I think I'm going to get a kiss. Yeah. I think, I'm, I think we're going to kiss, and I think I'm going to remember that I kissed. The newest thing now, because I'm just new now out to the dating scene again. The newest thing that the guys are like, you know I've been dying to kiss you all night. And I'm just like, oh, man, it's just like <laughs> every single one of them. I've been on three dates now, and every single one, I was just like, and one said, when I first saw you, I just was like, I want to kiss that girl. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you guys, can you buy me dinner first, at least? But that seems to me to be um, uh, objectify -y. Like to look like I'm gonna because that could also be when I first saw you, I knew we were gonna be naked in a bed together. Yes. That could be that same. Yes, thing. exactly it, right. and that's what I felt when I you know, were saying I it. I know when you say you when you say you first wanted to kiss me, I'm thinking that's not what you thought. Yeah, that's totally not what you thought. You want to bang? Right, exactly, exactly. Like, are you from the 19th century? Yes. Or the 17th? When I first saw you, I knew I'd want to hold your wrist. <laughs> I knew, I knew that I would sidle up to you in a way. Oh, I no. knew I'd throw my coat on that puddle and you'd exactly. skip over and you'd it. walk across it. Oh, show me ankle. Oh, show me ankle. Again, that goes back to how much shit has changed. Sexually stuff yes. has changed. Sexuality stuff has changed. We live, and as much as we are behind other countries, I also think we are where we are. Mm -hmm. We are where we are. And I don't get at all what's happening in certain states where they're saying we have to make uh, we have to make it harder for gay people to live we have to make it harder we we uh, today something came across in kansas they were saying we are going to say that if we think you're gay and it's against our religion we don't have to serve you oh god kansas said it idaho said it what and you go what is happening i just don't understand i you know i, I we're very fortunate that we live in a city where it's, I get, I want to say 80% acceptable, right. you know, um, because there is still a 20% here that's still like, uh, um, but you know, comedy takes me to some very strange places and you're there and you're just like, they're still racist. There's still all this like horrible things. And I even like hide the fact that I'm even Latin because I can pass as, you know, all American, you know, uh, white girl. And I'll even hide that because I just don't even want to deal with it because it's just, I, I forget how backwards things are still. And it's like, you know, if, if it's so much Bible and it's so much religion and they say, God, wasn't God love? It, God never judged. So why are we judging? Right. You know, and why can't we pay, why can't we pray for pearly gates and, and gold and money? Because that's what heaven is. I mean, damn, you know, there's like all these contradictions that you're just like, Guys, come on. If you want to preach the word, then preach the word correctly. I, 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 because I was raised Jewish, there's so much that I don't understand about Christianity or Catholicism. There's so much stuff. There's so much stuff that I think, how do you live your life this way? How do you live your life from this religious, a fundamentalist religious way? And yet you don't see your actions or your opinions about somebody to be counter to that. They don't, though. I went to... Uh, 
my, my family's Catholic. I went to a private Baptist school because it was the best school in the neighborhood. Oh, so, so you didn't go to Catholic school. You went to Baptist school. I did school. CCD on right. the weekends. What was the name of that school? Um, the school, Dade Christian, was what? the school I went to. Dade Christian in Dade Miami. Christian. Oh, got it. And it was a private Baptist school. I'm sorry, and, what was the name of the cat? You would say CCC, what did it say? Oh, CCD is like the thing you get so then you can like go and but, get your, uh, right. take the communion right. and whatever. Was that at a church? Yeah, it was a ch small church. What was in, the name uh, of the church? It's I was in Miami. Okay, I fine. forgot what it's called. Because my, 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 my ex-wife was at Our Lady of Perpetual Help, which I always thought was such a weird name. <laughs> Is that really the name? Oh, yeah. O-L-P-H. Oh, O-L-P-H. And it's one of those... I think it was ours, ours, Our Lady of the Lakes. I think that's Our Lady. Well, in, yeah. in Chicago, there was, you know, we, there was, a, there was a, a religious... There was a synagogue that looked like a church, and we called it Our Lady of the Lake. <laughs> um, but, 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 but getting back to it, yes. the Catholics... Boy, I, yes, I do. I like you Catholics. Well, the thing is, I'm not because I, like I am. Those Catholics. I'm very. I don't like you. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> those guys. Um, but my art, our school, like we had chapel three times a week. Bible class was incorporated into our grade point average, so I know the Bible in and out. And I got to tell you, um, our pastor cheated on his wife. I mean, there were so many bad things that happened in that church. In other words, they so, were human beings. Absolutely, but yet they were preaching, right. and then everything was happy. So I was a young girl, and I'm like. There's got to be more to this, you know? There's got to be more. So after that, like, time went on, and I studied Judaism. I studied uh, Buddhism. I studied... So I am, like, encompassed, and, like, now I'm loving the, the Course of Miracles, mm -hmm. what uh, Marianne Williamson right, talks right, about. Right. And so it's, like, it's all about... It all comes down to one thing, you know? God, universe, whatever, energy is love. Right. And that's really what it is. I think that when you said energy is love right there... That, for me, is a major part. The major part is the energy. Yes. And it's what we're talking about where I walk into a room and I see somebody, I see Mo Collins walk in a room and I go, look at that. Yes. So it's sort of in a way, and I don't mean to compare this because, and not that I fucking care, but it's like the feeling that I have of Mo coming in the room might, might because I love her so much, it might be the same as a religious person witnessing a saint walking into a room. Yes. And it's that same emotional feeling where you go, what is going to happen now? Yes. And that's such a beautiful way to do it because she is, she is that. She's light. And that's what it is. She is light. Mm -hmm. And yet there's so there's people that when you walk into a room, people will say, Jill Michelle is here. There mm -hmm. is light. This is going to be an awesome evening mm -hmm. or day or lunch or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a beautiful thing. And, and I think another a major thing for me is to tell somebody that. Mm -hmm. It's to say to somebody, when you walk into a room, I get so excited. Mm -hmm. And not to say, when you walk into a room, I realize I could kiss you, right? That's very different. But, <laughs> you know, true. it's like, that, when you walk in That would be a, a good pickup line. Right. Your energy is amazing. When you right. walk in a room, you light up a room. Oh, my God, my pants would be off in two minutes. Exactly. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> I was at somewhere, I was somewhere where, where this woman was talking about a date that she went on, and someone, and he goes, and this guy said, um, hey, listen, um, I make a, a mean whatever, souffle or whatever it's going to be. And he said, it is, it is awesome. I mean, it is. And they were on a date. Because it is a panty dropper. And she was like, oh, I loved it. And I thought, that's a creep. What? Right? She loved it? She loved it. Oh. And, I was, and she said it at, at a party. Oh, and I'm, and everybody's like, that's great, that's great. And I'm going, that, that guy's like, what? What? The, what? Yeah. It's not okay. Oh, my gosh. Souffle. It's a, my souffle. It's a panty, it's a panty dropper. dropper. And she's like, yeah. 
Oh my god! Right, right. And maybe I got it wrong. I don't know. But I was thinking, what? No, what? that's no. not sexy. I don't think that's some, a, but, so cute or but charming. Don't you think that some there's there, there. My idea of what sexy is is not. A, I knew right away. I don't want to. Kiss yeah, that's no. not my idea. My idea is. What is my idea? My idea is. Are you making me laugh? Uh-huh. Um. Are you making me laugh? Laughing is so important. Oh, and I think it's really important too when they laugh at me. Like genuinely, they they find me just funny. That's so huge for me because I've had guys where I'm dating and they're like, "What? Why do you think you're so funny? So what made you think like it's?" And you're just like, "Oh, you know, this isn't gonna work." Like because you, the my best friends all are like, "Oh my god, they're my number one fans," and I'm their number one fan. Right. You know, so it's like it's a very once. And it look, it took me many years to figure this out because I used to be like, "Why does he think I'm funny? I'm gonna make him think I'm funny," you but, know, like but put, you know. Take out funny in that, and it's like, "Why doesn't he like me? I'm exactly. gonna make him like me." Exactly, and it's like so. Hence, probably why I always ended up with alcoholics, you know. Right. It's like, right. Uh, but now, you know, I'm breaking that karmic chain, and it's like. You know, when someone does that, that is a clear right in your face. Like, eh, not this is not gonna work. And、this. you get that energy. For me, I、yeah. feel that energy right away. Yeah, I feel it right away. And I also, there are things that there are, and it's not, it's not as though I'm judging everything that you're doing, but I am. Mindful of the energy that I'm feeling as we're having this conversation.、Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. Like things are coming, and I'm going. I like that. That makes me feel good. Yeah. That makes me feel good. And that. And then when somebody says something where I go, no,、mm-hmm. I'm going to hold on to that, and I'm going to be aware of that, and in spite of whatever it is that I want, because obviously I don't want anything from you, but、uh, you know, if I wanted to date you or something like that, I would be aware of. I got to weigh these things out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that going to be worth it? And after a while, you. You realize there's certain people that no. This is what you. What I realize is, you are going to be who it is that you're going to be,、mm-hmm. and the only thing that and we know this, the only thing that I can change is my reaction to you.、Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's so, it's very. I wish people could understand that because it's such a simple thing,、mm-hmm. but yet everybody makes everything so complex. You know, everybody is like muddies it up because then they look on paper, this person looks amazing and blah blah blah. Well, they're not like they're right in front of your face. Like, so is it? Energetically, are you connecting with that person? Are they cool? Well, you know, but he's really great, and he's he's really wealthy, and he's successful, and you know, he's good looking. I'm、right. like, I don't care. Is he nice? Is he cool? See, like, all <laughs> those things are facts. Yeah, all those things. He's wealthy, and he's successful, and、yeah. he's good looking. Those are facts.、Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm not dating a fact. I'm、yeah. dating a truth. Yes. And if I'm going to get to your truth. That's it. Yes, she's attractive. Yes, she's successful. Yes, she has a you know money.、Mm-hmm. But really, at the end of the day, I, or at the end of the day, in three months, that shit's gonna get old. Yeah, yeah. If that, maybe. And, and you know what's crazy too, though, is like sometimes you're with somebody that you're energetically like you're in tune, you know, and things are going great, and then they decide to change. Or maybe they, they were never that way, and what they were doing is finally they let their guard down, and they were being their honest self. But man, how exhausting is that? But that's like, all. But that's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah.、Like、how many people do that? I and I and I got to tell you, one of the things that I love about these podcasts is I am interviewing people, and I'm watching them as I go on in the、mm-hmm. interview with them. I'm watching them take all that shit. And bring it down, so we、yep. get to have this heart to heart that you and I are having、mm-hmm. right now. So we're all putting our guard up. We're、Absolutely. all undefensive. And the thing is that some of us are able to go to say, "I am. I've got a guard. 
and I've got I've got this garden. I'm holding on to this thing, and I'm going to let it go as soon as I can. Yeah. Because I want to. Yeah, yeah. Where other people, it takes years, and then. But everybody's on their journey. Yeah. And you know that, like coming from Catholicism and baptism, and mm -hmm. then going to Buddhism, where Buddhism is essentially. This, this is it, man. Yep. This is what we have right now, and that is all. Mm -hmm. And I mean, right now. Yeah. How did your, how did your, work change once you started taking these the like the Buddhist stuff on? I don't know um, how into it you are. I'm oh, into very it, much. Not, yeah, very much so. Um, I've been, oh God, I was studying Buddhism for over eight years now. Um, and I think what's developed is more of a voice where I used to. Uh, do a lot of characters and stuff like that, even on stage as a stand-up because sketch was my background. So I would hide behind characters. And even as an actor, I would like, oh man, I can't, you know, I, I want to do a play because I, I want to be that character. I don't, I hate being myself. I want I feel so much more comfortable being a character. And um, now it's like, if I'm even playing a character, I'm taking a piece of me and finding the resonance of me within that character. And it's so much more like the, it's, it's healing. It's wonderfully healing. What because, is wonderfully healing? Uh, I know when you are able to put yourself into a character, and whether that's on stage or whether that's on film or whether whatever, you know, you're taking it and you're actually healing. So maybe there's a dark side. Maybe this character has been beaten or whatever. You take things that have in your life that people have said to you, like daggers that have hurt you, blah, blah. You take it and you involve it and you trigger it in that character and that comes to life and it just, it's a release. Isn't it also a release to say those things that those, because this for me is, and because I haven't studied Buddhism, but I feel like I live it mm -hmm. in a way, um, is those things that people said that happened and I don't need to carry that shit around with me. Yes. That is, that's so huge is not taking on other people's burdens. Is that what you mean? I yeah. mean that, I yeah. mean okay. that. And I also mean even letting go of my, especially mm -hmm. primarily letting go of those burdens that I had today in class. I said, I, I said in, in class today, I said, stop carrying around the baggage carousel because your life is just carry on. Yeah. I have Louis Vuitton. <laughs> However, wait, you know, and I believe that. For me, it's like oh, I got these pockets, and I got that shitty that right there. Look at that. There's nothing glamorous about it. the gray Target backpack. But, but yeah. at the end of the day, I don't need to carry any of that stuff. Well, around. that's what's beautiful about Buddhism and about like Course in Miracles and all that stuff. Is saying that we're, our environment, um, like we change our environment. You know, um, so there are times that. Wait, you know, hold on. Look, sorry, 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 sorry. Hold that thought. Yes. We change. I'm grabbing my head. We change our environment. Yes. We don't want the environment to change, change. us. Right. So what's important is that, look, if you get cut off on the street and a person flips you off and calls you a bad name, it will affect you to a state, and it's okay, but you need to go to whatever place you are and say, right now, I am so upset and so angry, but enlightenment still exists within me, mm -hmm. and I'm going to choose to pull enlightenment above the anger right now, and I'm going to sit with this, and I can curse in my car all I want, just get it all out, get it all out, and now I will choose enlightenment. And it's, it's something, it's a practice that you constantly have to practice because it is hard when people piss you off. It is hard when, and you've got to go, Ugh, and know that you have a choice. At that moment. At that moment. At that moment, you're pissed yes. off. And for you to say, I'm pissed off right now. Mm -hmm. And call it in that moment and yes. to look at it and say, I'm pissed off. Lovely. I just contain the pissed offness. Mm -hmm. And I know I can let that go. I also think that the guy who says that I'm an asshole when a guy says that I'm, I'm an asshole, it doesn't make me an asshole. It makes him the guy 
that calls me an asshole. Yes. Do you understand? Oh, absolutely. That's not, and I think a lot of people go, I'm not an asshole. And it's like, wait a minute. That's not even part of the equation. Mm -hmm. The equation is, you called me an asshole. That makes you, the, the only thing we know right now is, you're the guy that called me an asshole. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I feel in that way, mm -hmm. you can say whatever the fuck you want to say about me. Right. It doesn't mean it's true. Yes, but again, you were in a good place when he did call you the asshole. So you were okay. But there's sometimes if you, if someone, you know, because we are human and you're like, oh, okay, I'm, in, I'm late for this appointment, isn't it? And then someone does it. It's a trigger that goes, ah! And you just like, you're like, oh my God. But you could do that. And then you stop yourself. Right. And it's right. okay. That's what I'm saying. It's don't ever, like for myself, I had to stop feeling guilty for being upset. And then knowing that I can choose to not be upset anymore. Oh my God. Oh my God. And it's not like the only thing I could do is be upset. What we then do is at this juncture, historically, I would be upset. Mm -hmm. What if I'm not? What if right now I was just, you did that. I'm not going to take it on. I'm not going to take it on. Our life is all about, for me, I feel like, a that's me. I feel like our life is all about um, stop it. Oh my God. Uh, How many phones do you have? I, I, have a, I have a phone, but I also have an iPad. And it's like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Um, uh, uh, our life is about rejection. I think a lot of what we do is dealing with rejection. Yes. And because we're dealing with rejection in that way, um, because we're dealing with rejection, it's easy to say, I am not going to be... Let's see, what am I saying here? I want to say... That rejection isn't a rejection of my soul. That's a rejection, it's a business rejection. Yes. That's a rejection of fact. Yes. And it has nothing to do with me. Yes, that's a very healthy, healthy perspective. That's beautiful. We have a choice of yes. getting to that point. Absolutely. And I think that uh, those of us who are still doing it, because uh, I've, you know, I've been doing this, uh, uh, I've been doing this for 40 years. I've been an actor for 40 years. Uh. And a little over, I'm back for 45 years. But the thing is, <laughs> stop it. So um, in that time, the realization was rejection is part of this, but it doesn't mean I have to take it on. Yeah. And how freeing that is. Mm -hmm. But you find a wonderful balance because I think that what happens is we can say that to ourselves over and over again. It's the practice of it. And because of the fact that you give back and you teach and you do things like that, that's why you're able to go, that's, this is all that what that is. But I, but I believe that a lot of people are just actors that are getting that rejection constantly and then they turn to the bottle or they turn to the prescription drugs or whatever. It's like that's what happens. It's the detriment is because they're not, they're not doing, taking the action to have a healthy perspective. So what is that action? Because I think for me, I know what that mm -hmm. action is. What, is. what do you think that action is? Um, I think it's different for everybody. What and would you say? What? Okay. It needs to, I think you definitely need to have a spiritual foundation, whether that, even if you're, look, even if you're atheist, there's still some spirituality with it. I have a lot of great friends that are atheists that are the most spiritual people that I've ever well, met. Well, Buddhism isn't necessarily religion. No, it's, it's a, way of, it's a right. way of life. Right. So, and that's why I gravitated towards Buddhism is because it's more of a way of life. And the minute it starts to feel like it's some kind of uh, a organized religion, I pull back from meetings, I pull back from things like that, and I practice some by myself at home because it's about you and the connection with yourself in the oneness of God that and spirit. That is it. The oneness with God and spirit and dealing with it, being in reaction to yourself. Absolutely. And and I, and I that's such a vital part of it is to say, because if, if 
okay, I, some people say, and this is okay for some people, it's not anything that I'm into. Like, I give myself up to a higher spirit. And I don't know what that is. That doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. What makes sense to me is I give myself up to my joy. Yes. What is my joy? And at that moment, if that feels good, then I'm going to do that. If that doesn't feel good, it doesn't make it bad. It just makes it something I'm not going to be doing. Absolutely. Yes. And there's some people that say, hey, it's so literal that I am just like, I don't understand. And they go, I just want to do whatever makes me feel good. And I go, well, sleeping with 10 people at once is not really the best thing. Like, no, no, <laughs> you know, no. There's, you're like, come on, guys. Like, there's, I also know. think that's a young person's game. Yes. Because as you get older, you go, oh, my God, I had sex with that person. And then I woke up with them. And then I saw them later. And it didn't feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Or you go, I made out with them. Or this. And it goes back to, do you remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, or this, where I look at someone. I look at someone and I meet them. And I think, I feel weird about that person. Did I sleep with them? Because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. That doesn't mean necessarily that I'm a slut. It just means I just don't remember. Right, right. It's, oh, yeah, no. And I even have this thing when Boomer goes, oh, Jill and your rules, because I don't date comedians. And I go, it's not that. It's just that I don't want us, like, to have, a like, something great. And then, like, maybe we just time or whatever. We break up or, you know, whatever. And then I have to see him at one of the clubs with his new girlfriend. I go, this is weird. I just don't want to even go there. Like, it's just better not to. But don't to. you find that it's hard to, I know for me, I feel like it's hard for me to meet people that are outside of that. I know, it and, is. And then you get that, what it's called, Tinder. Was that what it's called? You know what, what I'm it? talking about? Where you go hot oh. or not. Isn't that grinder? Isn't that for gay men? There's a, but there's oh. a, there's a, is a one for female. straight a, ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I didn't yeah, even yeah. know that. Where you go, where, uh, you know, yes or no. Or oh, no, no. I, yeah, like, I can't oh, go. No. I just can't. I, yeah. And I, I'm not there yet. I mean, there's, look, Mo met uh, Alex on Match.com. But that's different. And, yeah, that that's was amazing. That's not like, oh, you look like that. Yeah. But it's also, for me, I look at Alex and Mo and I go, they were going to me. perfect. Because there is an intersection of their yes. friends somehow, somewhere. Yes. And I have another friend that they're like engaged from Match. I mean, this is like the new technology is like, it's interesting. But, you know, you don't want to go on those kind of things. Like you just see some abs. Some people do, I know, right? I just can't some do people it. do. And some people yeah. look at it going, I would sleep with that. When I looked at you the first time I saw you on <laughs> Tinder, I wanted to kiss you. It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I feel like you've got to go. Don't you have a 7.45 call? Um, I don't know what time. The show's at 9. Oh, is it 9? Yeah. Oh, fuck, we have time. Okay. So, um, okay, good. Good, 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 good. Um, no, because somebody trying to push that off on me, like, hey, sit down and look at this thing. And I'm thinking, this feels wrong. It yeah. just feels wrong. You know, I just, you know, I can't do it. I don't I don't want to know that they're only 375 feet away. You know, somebody, oh, like, you're like. that's right. Uh, that's what that is. Yeah. Where you go, you're really close. No, I don't want anybody's GPS. No. To, I don't want my GPS to, so to speak, to finger me where I am. I don't want <laughs> to finger me in a, in a sexual way. I'm just going, there he, he's near. Getting hot, getting hotter. No. It totally is that game when we were kids. Hot, 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 Like, now I see him. Not, 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 But it's also the idea of manifesting someone in your life. So, and any way that you can do that. Uh, and I think my, Match.com probably is, I mean, I did it, but I did it when I was older and I always got hooked up with people like, my most favorite thing to do is to hang out with my grandchildren. Because, you know, <laughs> a d- divorced man, 50-something years old, oh and it's like, wow, really? Oh, no. Really? How do I know? Yeah, I haven't I haven't ventured there. I don't think I will. I'm okay right now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I meet enough people through friends, right. you know, so it's fine. And plus, I'm still not like... 
it's not like uh, where I was younger and I would, if I had a breakup immediately, I was like, oh my God, I want to go out. I want to have fun, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just like, you know, I just want some time alone with me and my dog. Don't you, you know? love, like, <laughs> for me, I, I love being alone. It's really such an important part of my life yes. is the idea of I am my own best friend. Mm -hmm. I really, really am. And yeah. do you tour a lot? I do. I, you know, lately I've been making the declaration to be home more because uh, I want, I need another TV show. I need another thing like that because I was on tour so much right. and, uh, you know, it got to a point where they're like, uh, I was making really great money and then the money started going lower and lower because I'm not on the show anymore. Right. So oh, they're like, right. it was the reverse. So now I got to come back, get on a show and then find the balance now. Right. You know, and right. find the balance where I go out and do a show, come back. And do, then you, do, focus. do you worry about that? Do you go, oh, or do you say, well, this is just the way it is? I worry a lot. And that's where my practice comes into it. really, it's very difficult. And there are those, sometimes it's great. Some days are fine. And then other days I find myself in front of what in uh, Buddhism, we call it the Butsudan and you sit in front of your altar and you know, anybody can make an altar wherever a, a nice peaceful place for yourself to do your meditations, your prayers or whatever. And I have to really get to a happy place. And, um, our, the, the Nietzsche and Daishonin Buddhism that I study and my friends call it, um, the, uh, Tina Turner, uh, <laughs> Buddhism is, uh, uh, is you, the Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. Right, right. And, uh, our president, president Keita, um, in Japan says, Chant until your face changes. And I love that. You sit there and you could be so upset or crying or mad or where you keep chanting. And then there's, you can't help but get a smile on your face at some point. And sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's 25 minutes. You don't know. But you will because the joy of sound resonating through your body is so beautiful. And sitting with yourself in peace. Sitting with yourself in peace because yeah. how many people sit with themselves in uh, suffering? Oh, or distraction. So many people. Music, TV, blah, duh. Like constant, constant on the phone. Da, 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 da. It's like, oh my God, it's making me crazy. I can't. I can't. My niece, I, 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 you know, she's 12 years old. She's got all the devices. And I just said, right now we're just going to just sit together. Oh, that must drive her crazy. And crazy. <laughs> crazy you know but I'm like trying because I'm like there's just you oh my gosh you know she's got to learn that that's okay silence right is okay right silence is okay mm -hmm. and the thing that I've discovered in terms of meditation is not only is it okay it's beautiful it really is it really is but people are scared of it because oh, I don't know what to do with my thoughts yeah. Oh my God, I don't know what to do with my thoughts because if I if I just if if I just sit and think, I'm going to go crazy. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing: if you say I'm going to sit and go crazy, then you're gonna. Yeah. But if I say, what if I try to sit? What if I sit here, and any thought that comes into my head, I'm going to play this game called Don't Catch It. Don't catch. Let's play a game of Don't Catch. Mm -hmm. So a thought's going to come in my head. I'm not going to catch it. I'm going to let it go. Let it go. I'm not going to catch it. That's a, like, I like that. I just Don't came catch. up with that. That's a good one. Yeah. Play we need to make t-shirts. and You know. <laughs> I should make t-shirts. I can make over a hundred. A course of years, I can make hundreds <laughs> of pennies. Isn't that the best? <laughs> it really is. Oh, my gosh. And, that, and the, the feeling of not holding on to yes. it. Yes. Because I think a lot of people feel that they have to hold on to that yeah. because they don't know who it is that they are. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also conditioning. We're so conditioned. And it's like... Um, there's a great uh, man named Jacques Fresco, the scientist that I had to study uh, for a while because I was writing this script. 
And he said something that was really interesting. He said, you can never be mad at people. And he's like, because he met these, uh, these headhunters and he asked them, he goes, doesn't it bother you that you have like 10 shrunken heads in your hut? This is really creepy. And the guy turned to me, he goes, yeah, it does because my brother has 15. That's awesome. Isn't it? I was like, oh my gosh. That little sentence that he said, I was like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> That's so great. Oh my God. You think, yeah, I'm sad. Why are you sad? Oh, I want more. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So you can't ever get angry at a particular person. You don't know what their upbringing you is. You don't know. And don't... the person that's sitting in the audience and you're going, why are you laughing? Exactly. Maybe they are laughing. Maybe that's how their whole family laughs. Exactly. They all just sit there and they go like well, that. you know what it's like to be in the back of, an, uh, the back of a, 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 a club watching, some, watching somebody kill? Uh -huh. And, and like they're up there killing and you and the other stand-ups are back there not laughing at exactly. all. Exactly. And then you do this, you go. That's funny. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I, know, I saw your face. You know, that's funny. That's, that's funny. funny. <laughs> and that's the way that they, that's yes. the way that we, but sometimes, I'm very effusive, obviously. I'm very effusive. I'm very tactile. And so for me, I'm like, you are so good over there. And there's some people like, don't touch me. Right. Right. <laughs> See, I love the 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 touching the one the affirmations, and especially from other comedians, I find that that is like so honorable when someone goes, "Oh my god, that was so great!" You're just like, ah. Oh, but there are you can see them. They're just like, "Hey, good set. Yeah. That was good." Yeah. Good. Uh, we, we have a friend, uh, Ron West, who uh, Ron West is a great director. Yes. Great. You know, you know Ron. Ron. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Ron is great, and Ron will go. That was um, Joe Michelle. That was very good, and you go. <gasps> He said it was really good. Ron said it was good. And if you know, if I, if you see Ron laugh, you're like, oh my god, Ron's laughing. I wonder if he's going crazy. He might be losing his mind. He's going crazy. That, um, that was very good. That was very good. Um, let's end there. Thank you for listening to the ADD Comedy Podcast. For Dave Rosowski, I'm Ian Foley. If you'd like to see one of Dave's improv shows or one of my stand-up shows, you can get that information at addcomedy.com. If you want to take a class with Dave, that information is located on his website at davidrozowski.com. You can also follow Dave on Twitter at drozowski. Today's episode was sponsored by Troubadour, a restaurant movie. A new movie by Group Mind Films, portraying an accurate, sometimes funny, and sometimes cringe-inducing glimpse at restaurant life. Troubadour, a restaurant movie. Available to watch in its entirety online for only $5 at groupmindfilms.com.